Welcome to Community Chats, an interview series elevating the voices of community leaders in the Lafayette Oxford University community, an initiative of the University of Mississippi Office of Community Engagement and the Lafayette Oxford Foundation for Tomorrow. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. It is two minutes after 12. Greetings. I'm Anthony Saracusa, the Director of Community Engagement at the University of Mississippi, and I am delighted to be with you again on Facebook Live for Community Chats. Per usual, I am joined by my distinguished colleagues, Aaron Pizer-Oath and Dr. Jody Holland. And as you all probably know, if you're regular listeners of Community Chats, uh, this is simply an opportunity for us in the Office of Community Engagement to raise up the voices of individuals who are making a difference in the Lafayette Oxford University community. We come to you live every Wednesday and Friday on Facebook. Um, and really, our goal here is to allow these individuals who have been making a positive difference in the community to tell their stories in their own words. Who are they? How did they come to be involved in this important work that they do in the community? What is that important work and what are their visions for the future? We want to interview you if you're making a positive difference in the LOU community. So be in touch with us. You can send us a direct Facebook message, or you can contact us via email at engaged at We're also interested in your nominations for folks who should be interviewed on the show. Community Chats is a joint initiative of our office and Lafayette Oxford Foundation for Tomorrow. If you'd like to learn more about Loft, you can look back at our first show that we recorded a few weeks ago. Today, we have the honor and the privilege of being joined by Mary Margaret Andrews from Doors of Hope Transitional Ministries, and we are just so delighted, Mary Margaret, to have you on the show today. Welcome. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Let's jump right into it. We want to hear from you, and um, maybe you can get us started by telling us, where did you grow up, and what was the path that led you to Lafayette Oxford? Well, I'm a Delta girl. I'm from Greenville, Mississippi. Um, went lived there till I graduated from high school, attended Ole Miss, and then lived most of my life in Memphis until 2008, when uh, my husband, Wayne Andrews, who's the director of the Yachnipatawpha Arts Council, uh, came to Oxford uh, to take that job, and, and we moved here, and we've been here ever since. Wow, that's super neat. I'm from Memphis as well, so you're speaking hard a little bit. <laughs> well, Mayor Margaret, you, you guys uh, do so much for the community and, and, and you and Wayne are just so powerful in, in our uh, whole uh, community. But to get some more context of the, of the organization and, and your, your journey, how did you land this position that you're currently in? Well, Doors of Hope is like a second career for me. Um, my first career was in book publishing. I actually worked for a publisher in Nashville. Um, I always worked out of my home and commuted to Nashville probably once a month or so, but we published all of the junior league cookbooks across the country. So it was a really fun, fun job. But in the early 2000s, the book industry changed a lot with online publishing. And I found myself in, in about 2014 looking for another career. And of course, I was in Oxford trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And, and I wanted to, something that would give back to the community um, that was meaningful at this point in life. My children are raised and gone. So um, 
a friend of a friend told me that Doris and Pope was looking for someone and it's just been a real, a perfect match for me. I've taken my business and marketing skills and been able to apply them to a nonprofit organization. That's great. Very cool. Mary Margaret, for those that may not be familiar with Doors of Hope, will you just tell us a little bit about what you do, um, what your mission is, and some of the different programs that you're a part of? Sure. We help homeless families, and that's families with minor children, or families that are, are at risk of becoming homeless. Um, we in Lafayette County, so we, we have two different programs that they can be a part of. One is we have two shelters, their apartments, um, where we house families for four to six months while they're in our program. And the second program is what we called housing in place, so that if we can find a family before they're evicted, we can keep them in their affordable home. Because as we know in Oxford, um, affordable housing is a big issue. And what we do with them is we not we help them financially, of course, to get you know get them out of their crisis, but also we work with them on um, financial literacy, helping them understand okay what happened, how did you get here, and what do you need to do in the future to keep from going back to this place. And we not only help them financially, but we also help them with lifestyle skills. Uh, for example, we have a grant uh, with Move On Up Mississippi that helps us to supply our families with um, fresh vegetables from the, the community market every week mm -hmm. so that we're teaching them how to live on a budget and eat healthy at the same time. So it, it's just an overall pro uh, program to help them you know, better their lives and not go back to where they were. Yeah, it sounds like in some ways, Mary Margaret, y'all take kind of a holistic approach to thinking about family wellness. Housing's a part of that, but then also nutrition and food. And I'm imagining you have to have a pretty robust team to kind of do that. So could you talk with us a little bit about who's on your team and your, uh, the staff members and volunteers, various people who help make that happen? Sure, we have a social worker, Joe Turner, who's been in social work for 30 something years. I mean, she's very experienced. And she's the one that works with the clients one-on-one. -on -one. So they have to come in, or right now we're doing it via Zoom or on the phone, <laughs> for counseling sessions once a week. Uh, and they have to have a spending plan and she holds them accountable for every single dime that they spend. Um, teaching them how to balance a checkbook. In some cases, they don't even have a checking account. So we're starting with basics and we are teaching them, you know, skills that most of us learned, you know, in high school and college, but they never had the chance to learn. So, and she not only looks at just, you know, the budgeting part, but she's also experienced enough where she can look at them as a whole and if they need um, mental health services through communicare or um, they need to be on social security or whatever the issues are she can look at all of those issues and then we can get them in touch with the other agencies that can help as well we also have uh, susan van fleet which is our third vista this is our third year to have an americorps vista and I can't tell you what, I mean, how wonderful that is um, to, to be able to have 
uh, you know, a college graduate that can just jump in and help us. Um, so Susan has been very valuable to us. Fantastic. Thank so it's the three of us that make it happen. Wow, that's really neat. Small team, but a mighty, but a mighty impact. Yeah. And it is that you make an impact in the community. You spoke briefly about your two programs, Mary and Margaret. Are there other programs or more specifics on those programs? And if not, if you clarify that, I want to ask, how do you connect to new clients? How does a community get people into your, uh, into your services? I want to know those two questions. Well, mostly it's through referrals from other agencies. Um, we, most of the agencies in town, we meet once a month. Um, we were meeting in person, now we're meeting <laughs> um, to stay in touch with each other, to know what's going on. And, you know, I can let them know that we have two shelters available right now. So it's really a network of agencies in town um, that, you know, ICM is a part of that, Interfaith Compassion Ministries, Project Thrive, Communicare, um, the Housing Authority, uh, Salvation Army, there, there are several of us that, that talk routinely and that's where most of our referrals come from. Um, as far as the, another part of our program, which I think is priceless, is we have what's called, we call step two meetings. So once a month, all of our clients come together for a meal and an educational program. And we also invite our graduates to come. So we typically have about anywhere from eight to 12 families that come together once a month. And the graduates can help the new people in the program um, that you know are, are trying to figure it all out. And um, it's hard at first, it's a time commitment. So they really bring people along and help them understand what an impact it's had in their life. So we really value that once a month dinner and we're missing it terribly right now. Um, another thing that we did that I'm extremely proud of is when COVID happened, um, we immediately shifted gears and said, okay, we're going to do a special COVID-19 assistance program. And we've been able to assist 52 families um, in oh. Lafayette County with paying rent and or utilities. Um, okay. So just in a six week period of time, and that has been very rewarding. And from that, we've gotten a lot of referrals for people that want to come into our program. That's awesome. Great. Fantastic. Wow, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, what are some of the greatest challenges that you've experienced as a nonprofit, a small nonprofit, uh, while serving the LOU community, either in this current season or just in everyday, norm, quote, normal time? Yeah, I, I think the biggest, um, the biggest challenge that I personally um, deal with a lot is is having to say no, because we, yeah. our mission, what we do is help families with minor children. Unfortunately, there are a lot of single people that are out there that are also struggling. Uh, and we have to say no. And, and we never just say no. We always have a list of other um, agencies that we can refer them to, uh, but, but it's hard not to be able to help. There's also people outside of our county um, that are in dire need as well and don't have a Doors of Hope in their community. 
So um, I, I think saying no is, is probably the biggest challenge that we have. Um, you know, with, with nonprofits, we all um, struggle with finances and funding and fundraising, particularly in this time. Um, right. it, you know, it, it's, the future is unsure. And of course, we're, we're totally challenged by that at the moment. Yeah. What are, what are some of the rewards that you've experienced through doing this work, Mary Margaret, either, either individually, kind of personally, or even as, a, as an organization, as a team? Um, it's, it's tough work, but, you know, you're motivated to get out of bed and do this important work every day. What are some of those rewards you've, you've seen over time? Well, it's the clients. It, it's watching someone come in our program, you know, with their head down, um, they think it's the end of the world. There's no way out. I'll never be able to get out of debt. And just to see the transformation that occurs uh, from them coming in every week and having a plan and working that plan and actually seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, there's one in particular who um, came in the program, had a three-year-old, and most of our clients are single moms with children. Um, I would say 98% are. Um, so they're, you know, they're, they feel alone, they feel isolated. <clears throat> and this particular person came into our program, she was trying to work full time, go to school. Um, at that point, she was at Northwest to get a, a degree in social work. And, and, and she was actually working two jobs and, and then raising her child. So, you know, most of our clients are just one car repair away from losing yeah. their home. Um, yeah. They live on such a tight budget. So just to see her work through her challenges and now today she's graduating from Ole Miss with a degree in social work. Wow. She's at Bell Rivers, which is a, you know, new affordable housing mm -hmm. place where at the end of 10 years, she may actually be able to purchase that home. Um, wow. So just to see the difference and when she started and where she is now is just awesome. Wow. Yeah, that's great. Thank you, Mary Margaret. Mary Margaret, I mean, you guys are working with individuals who are just, they're, they're, they're trying to, to, to get ahead. Like you said, there they're, they might be some hard times. What if there's somebody in the community that really wants to contribute to the organization? What, what, what would you tell them? How can they get involved? What, what do you need there for that? Well, of course, donations, and that's all on our website at doorsofhopeoxford.org. Uh, you can donate via PayPal or Venmo. Also on our website is a list of just um, household items that would help. We, when they're in the program, we're teaching them, you know, not to just spend money on things that we can provide them. So we try and get donations for toilet paper, paper towels, cleaning products, shampoo, you know, personal hygiene items. Anything like that can be donated to us and then we in turn give to the families. Also, we're on Facebook and Instagram. Great. Yeah. Ooh, and we'll be sure to link to that in the, in the comments on our video too. Um, so Mary Margaret, if you have one minute to speak to the LOU community, what message would you most like to communicate? We're going to give you a minute. Okay. Well, I just want to say that, you know, Oxford is this beautiful 
picturesque, beautiful place that we live in and we're all honored to, to be here. But I don't think we realize that there are a lot of people in this community that are in need. Um, you don't see it and you don't have to know about it unless you want to know about it. But there are people all around us that are struggling and it feels great to be able to help them. I mean, that's my personal reward um, because these are people, these are single moms that just want a better life for their kids uh, yeah, and they yeah. need a little help. And that's my plea is for, for people to please try and help. Yeah, Mary Margaret, um, this has been just another inspirational conversation. I, I continue to be blown away by the work of people in the Lafayette Oxford University community to serve the needs to create a, a bright future for every one of our citizens in the area. And you are on the ground doing that every day. And as you mentioned earlier, being able to help those 50 plus families in this moment right here, I know that that has been a real lifeline. So I can't thank you enough for that work that you've been doing and for the inspiration that you provide to other folks in our community. So thank you and thanks to Doors of Hope for everything. Well, thanks for having me, I appreciate it. Absolutely. And to all of our viewers, we want to thank you as well for tuning in today and also share a reminder that we're going to have Ms. Ruth Ball, who is organizing U.S. census efforts in Lafayette County on the show on Friday. Uh, we have still got a fair amount of work to do. Maybe fair is a bit of an understatement in terms <laughs> of getting folks signed up for the U.S. census in Lafayette County and in particular in the city of Oxford. So please be sure to tune in on Friday. Uh, and if you can't tune in, watch the show a little later and share it with your friends. We, we are really putting all hands on deck right now to try to get folks to make sure you register for the U.S. Census. It is absolutely critical. And there's no better leader in our community than uh, Ruth Ball to talk about those efforts. So be sure to tune in on Friday. And in the meantime, please like, comment, and share this live video with your friends. Everybody needs to know about the work that is going on at Doors of Hope Transitional Ministries. In the meantime, stay engaged, stay safe, and we will see you next time on Community Chats. This podcast is brought to you by the University of Mississippi Office of Community Engagement and the Lafayette Oxford Foundation for Tomorrow.